So welcome, ladies and gentlemen, on this uh, introduction about our new Elite Power Simulator. This work has been done by uh, James Victory team, who is our modeling and simulation expert. And uh, I have contributed in this team to make the tool, let's say, I hope so, more useful for you and in your day-to-day -day life. So here is the content of this presentation. We'll see why we have introduced a new tool and what are the objectives of this tool. And then uh, we'll compare the available tool and mainly two tools that can be used for simulation, SPICE or the System Simulator Plex. We'll then dig in onto my expertise in SPICE modeling and then go to the new tool structure and one will bring new to um, the system simulation why we have created this plex model generator and why we take into account component parasitic and see the effect of the losses and if it is important we'll talk about data density also uh, why it's important also and after the conclusion i will i will do a brief overview of the tool and i will conclude and now we'll do a live demo after the conclusion so let's see why we have introduced a new tool. We know with COVID and uh, with our uh, new way of living, we have more and more home office time or um, we spend more time working from home. And that's why virtual prototype has become more and more important and more important in the early phase of the, of the design. From virtual prototyping, we expect accurate, result, accurate results. Sorry. We need those to uh, predict the system performance or behavior, to access information uh, like junction temperature, dive node voltage uh, inside the system information. We need also uh, this virtual prototyping phase to be very accurate to avoid under or overestimate the system performances. And that will have an impact on size, on losses, on thermal, on mechanical design and so on. We want, as as mind to bring you in this virtual virtual prototyping to be closer, to be uh, what we call first pass to success, and to have uh, and to avoid huge and difficult redesign after the first pass testing, reducing testing time because if you can't test by simulation, uh, you don't need to test by measurement at the end. Limit the test equipment, because if you can warranty features by design, it's better than test the feature at the end. And verify prototype behavior and performances by virtual prototyping. So the two tools that are available to simulate a system, let's say we have SPICE and PLEX. SPICE is based on behavioral model that are been mainly created in the 80s to uh, help AC design and they are not made for power because for example they use lateral MOSFET while in power we use vertical MOSFET we use uh, technology like trench, P-pillar, uh, fist top layer and so on that are not modeled by behavioral model. SPICE need not very long time to simulate a three-phase system uh, motor drive for example or active fountain I did one uh, some years ago, and it took me three days of simulation to get a five-line cycle. 
spice cannot handle multi-physics and uh, and handle only electrical variables so for some variable we use what we call thermoelectrical equivalence uh, for example for thermal where the power flow become a current and the temperature become a voltage and in this way we can predict the behavior of uh, the, the thermal behavior in the opposite plex is a very fast uh, simulator and can handle large system uh, performances it can handle it has already built-in multi-physics approach and Plex is based on table for switching event. This is what you see on the bottom of the screen where uh, you have a spy simulation and with you have a, an accurate voltage and current um, simulation and then you multiply the voltage and current to get the power and you integrate the power to get the losses. In Plex, uh, it knows two status on and off and when it changes from on to off or on to uh, off, uh, off to on, um, it changes the voltage and current, and it plays uh, like a, a Dirac function with the losses that you find in the table. So let's see now the unique expertise uh, in also mind that uh, we call physical and scalable uh, simulation modeling. So for simulation. For silicon carbide, and it's even more important to use this technique that we that is based on simulation model containing a lot of equations inside the model, based on the physics uh, and the and the physics formula. So the input of this model is the technology. Uh, we have the the cross section and the layout of the die. And uh, we uh, relate all those parameters, like the doping of the end zone or the, the doping of the bottom layer, the size of the each zone, the size of the gate, the size of the source, the size of the die, and so on. We include all of that as parameters. And through the equation, we can predict how the model works, how the device works. So uh, for that, we also do uh, a verification of our model in our Munich lab. And uh, we can also bring you corner model, and we will see that uh, uh, in the future. And uh, this is based on our statistical analysis uh, in, the, in, the, in our manufacturing plan. And you can see on the extreme right, you have the schematic that is linked to uh, the physical structure and the layout and all the parameters inside those pseudo components, because it's not spice component inside, it's equation, uh, are based on those parameters. You can see things on the bottom of the slide where you see the own region curve that the the slope of the curve change when the current increase and due to the fact that uh, if the current increase it generates more losses inside the, the MOSFET and so uh, we have more temperature increase and so less capability because the RDS will increase less capability of conducting current on the middle curve you have the output capacitor and you can see on the blue curve the CRSS that uh, we can predict the sudden change of the CRSS linked to the fact that the depletion zone move from the EP zone to the N plus region and we have a sudden change of doping and so a sudden change in capacitor value. 
But those models are not only made to make static measurement, they are made to be used in transient or in dynamic. And you can see on the left, uh, no, on the right graph on the bottom, uh, it's a term known because the drain voltage goes down to zero and the current increase. You can see that we can very predict accurately the current spike at turn on and also on the pink curve you see the the dip in the in the drain voltage due to the Miller plateau and the CRSS effect that generate uh, a current that go uh, in the gate and that has to be absorbed so if you want to know more about this uh, modeling technique, you have uh, those, I uh, recommend you those three IEEE paper that are listed here. And uh, if you want to use our model, uh, you have all those documents available in on my website. Uh, there's documents that explain how we have obtained this modeling technique. There's documents that explain how to set up your simulator, uh, Symmetrix, Orcad, or LTSpice, to use our model, and then you have example of uh, characteristic extraction, like reproducing a data sheet, and you have also uh, some example of system and uh, things you can measure on a real application. So let's now uh, look at the tool structure. So the tool we introduce is, um, in fact, a two-in-one solution. Uh, we have the left side and the right side. Let's begin with the right side that is more common. You have on the right side uh, a, a simulator, a Plex Online license. And with this Plex Online, you can take any devices, uh, discrete or module, inside our Elite SIG portfolio and simulate any topology, DCDC, ACDC, or DCAC topology and see what will be the performances like uh, junction temperature, losses of the device, and so on. The new uh, feature on Sumai bring to uh, Plex, or Plex Online, because you can use this feature on both Plex standalone on your own computer, on, or on this Plex Online. This is why you have this small arrow in the between of the two tools. The left side is based on our simulation capability that I have introduced that you have seen it's very accurate and include the real silicon carbide equation. It's not like uh, a behavioral model that is based on silicon to try to reproduce how silicon carbide behave. We use those silicon carbide equations that we have extracted to generate the table that Plex need to do the system simulation. And this generator is uh, fully available online. And when you have generated the model, you can send that model directly to the Plex online or download the model. And we'll see uh, that in a, at the end of this seminar. Download that model to be used on your own computer. So why introducing the Plex model generator? System level simulator like Plex uh, require those um, model or table uh, for doing those very fast simulation. And they consider only two states on and off. And in between, as I explained you at the beginning, they use the, the table to know what are the losses. 
those uh, model or table consist in three major characteristics, the conduction losses, the switching losses, and the thermal impedance data. So to obtain point, the simulator will either interpolate or extrapolate in this table to get the point in the middle and to get the value that you will use for the simulation. The problem is that when you want to generate such a table or such a model, you have two ways, two major, and either you use the data sheet, and in this case, uh, if you see the data sheet, they are uh, really poor in terms of uh, number of value. Most of the time you have one ion, sometimes you have a curve, for the RDSO and so on, but you don't have so much point. The second way is by measurement, and if you want to do measurement in temperature, I did, did, I did some in the past, it takes a long time, and you can spend one or two or three days to get value in temperature if you consider the time you need to stabilize the system. If you take a half an hour or one hour to stabilize the system, it, to get one point, you need one hour. So Ansomar came with a solution for that. Uh, it's based on our physical and scalable uh, modeling that I have introduced that is very accurate and contain already the SIG uh, equation. We have included in that uh, model generator the ability for you to uh, describe the surrounding, what I call the surrounding, so what the quality of the uh, switching inductor you, you, you are using, because when we do the data sheet, we try to use a very good inductor. You can include how many decoupling capacitor, the input filter, the loop <coughs> inductor sense you have, and so on. And on top of that, by simulation, it's, let's say, nanosecond to change from one temperature to another temperature. So we can generate a large value in temperature that you cannot do in uh, in practice. And this will facilitate uh, interpolation and extrapolation from Plex. So why including parasitic component effect on losses? And is it really important? So here you see this is a, a double pulse tester and on the inductor we use, uh, we, we use in our lab a very pure inductor. But in practice, you cannot buy a very pure inductor and you will have to accommodate to a real inductor that will have a parasitic capacitor, a parasitic uh, ESR also. So here we are just focusing on the parasitic capacitor effect. And as you can see, at turn on, the, um, the more you have a parasitic capacitor on the inductor, it slows down the voltage drop and also increase somehow the, the, the reverse recovery. In fact, you have the reverse recovery plus the discharging current of this capacitor that appear inside the MOSFET and that create uh, more losses. <clears throat> so if we look the ion-ion versus this parasitic capacitor, as you can see, the ion increase, but the ion decrease. But anyway, when you have more capacitor, as you can see, you have seen on the slide before, you have more and more ringing, so more and more EMI that will be difficult to uh, handle and to filter, and this is something you want also to avoid. 
and looking to a bug stage and why we uh, we consider that if you have the parasitic capacitor of a bug stage on the inductor due to the fact that we use large decoupling capacitor at the input and the output this parasitic capacitor appear like in parallel to the switching MOSFET and you can do the exercise for many topology at the end due to the decoupling capacitor this capacitor will have an impact on the uh, on the MOSFET and will appear like increasing the COSS of our uh, devices so next slide so we have to take into account also the layout parasitic inductor we uh, all know as switching power expert that it's better to reduce the loop inductance uh, and this is uh, why here we see that if we reduce the loop inductance or if we increase the loop inductance the eon decrease but the e off increase and we can see that there's an optimum here uh, we can guess for the total energy around uh, 50 to 100 nano hours if we get to that point the total losses are somehow lower but if you get to that point i don't know if i have it on the next slide no i don't have it on the next slide if you get to that point where you are uh, in between 50 to 100 nano hourly uh, loop inductance you will see that you have uh, you starting having a large emi or large ringing on the waveform and this is not good because you will have to increase the emi filter that will impact the cost and size of your of your design so it's better to keep it smaller the decoupling capacitor for example at the end of the output filter as you can see here it has only an impact on eon eof it's relatively flat and you can see that if you increase the decoupling capacitor like in our double pulse tester in Munich, when we verify the model or verify the data sheet value, we have around 20 microfarad or even more. Uh, we have lower ion. But in your case, in your uh, design, you can use perhaps one microfarad or two microfarad. Um, let's say I'm talking here about thin capacitor and not chemical capacitor for high frequency because they are not so good for high frequency. Here, I'm talking of thin capacitor for high frequency decoupling. You can see that one, two, or four microfarad is a good value, and a three microfarad is a good compromise uh, compared to the gain that you can obtain if you put uh, 20 microfarad. So let's talk about data density, and I think I already started discussing about that. When Plex makes uh, some interpolation or extrapolation, when he has two points and he needs the point in middle or in between or outside the two points this is extrapolation and in between it's interpolation you can see if the curve is very non-linear in, in between the two points you will generate a large error and the same with the extrapolation if the curve is non-linear between the two points and you're trying to uh, see or guess what's going on above the, those two points, you can generate large error. While if you have a, a very large number of points, as you can see on the right side, when you do an extrapolation or an interpolation, you have much smaller data. And this is why we select in Onsumai to have a large data set is because it reduces uh, the errors and you have much more smaller errors in interpolation and extrapolation, and so you will have much more accurate results in your system simulation.
So let's have a brief overview of the tool before I do a live demo at the end. So we, we have this Plex model generator that is a unique uh, tool and it creates the uh, losses table for, uh, for Plex. We have seen that there's four major problems in that. The switching losses are dependent on parasitics and, uh, and uh, the measurement setup of the circuit. The conduction and switching losses are uh, limited and uh, most of the time uh, it's difficult to interpolate and extrapolate. Lost data are based on uh, nominal process condition and uh, you don't know what happens when uh, the device is at the limit of the, that, the specification. And uh, um, most of the time those uh, data come from either measurement or uh, the data sheet that are uh, valid only for hard switching and we are not able to predict what's going on with soft switching. With this new tool, the self-service Plex model generator, we solve those, cat those four problems. And um, you can see here the link to access to uh, this model generator, and it's, uh, it's completely free. So on the model generator, we have uh, uh, this complex, or this detail schematic, where you can see there's a lot of parasitics or parameters that you can set. They are grouped in categories and uh, you have uh, the input filter with uh, the capacitor, the decoupling capacitor, the ESR, the ESL. You have the loop PCB inductance and the, uh, and the associated resistance. You have the drain and source PCB leakage inductance and resistor that is more due to the, the connection and the uh, uh, the small tracks you need to go to uh, the real source and drain. Uh, you have the uh, series and parallel capacitor for the switching inductance. You have also damping networks between gate to source or drain to source. And you have a, a complete gate drive network uh, to split uh, the turn on and turn off resistance. I have to say that inside the device, and this is why if you look to the schematic for module, you will not see some of the parasitics. All the parasitics inside our package are already included. It means that if you take a TO247 compared to a D square pack 7 lead, you will not have the same uh, internal uh, source inductance and drain inductance and so on. As the package in the D square pack 7 is smaller, we have smaller parasitics inside the package. And this is already included. So you don't need to add extra value for the package. So when you generate a model, you uh, you input the range in between you want to generate the model in terms of uh, you set the on and off voltage on the gate, you set the, the current range with the step, the diode current, uh, the drain current, uh, the switching current, and the steps, you set the, the, uh, the bus voltage, the various bus voltage of your application, and also the various temperature where your system could operate. Uh, I would say it taken also into account the first and third quadrant operation. And this is uh, a list of the parasitics uh, that we have included. You see there's more than 30 parameters. And here on that slide, you have uh, some kind of 
let's say, reasonable value for uh, each parameters to be used inside the, the generator. But you can directly measure those parameters on, a, on an existing PCB or uh, guess some value um, if you have uh, work on design before, you know the, those values. Uh. And for the soft switching, we have been obliged to, extra, to include extra parameters that we need, like the resonant inductor. Also, what is important for uh, setting the energy store in the resonant inductor is not only the current, but also the DIDT. So that's why you have a, you had, you have a, a new range to include the DIDT range and the step in this DIDT range that you want to, um, to generate your data. And you have the maximum uh, delay or dead time between the, the turn off of one device and the turn on of the other device. This maximum delay or dead time work like an adaptive dead time. It means that uh, if the dead time is smaller, the, um, the device uh, will uh, consider that uh, the, the resonance is done and will uh, stop the measurement inside the simulation. Uh, so with that, we can capture soft switching, but also partial soft switching when you have not enough energy to reach zero uh, on the drain voltage and transfer all the energy inside the capacitor to the other capacitor. So this is some result of the, the effect of the uh, ion and EOF force of switching. You can see that uh, for uh, the EOF, we have a very small change in terms of EOF. Uh, the EOF remain almost the the same or in the same range uh, in terms of value. But for the ion, it's completely different. You have positive value in this uh, yellow, orange, red zone. And when you are completely in soft switching and you see that it depends on the DIDT, you have this uh, axis uh, with the DIDT and the current inside the inductor, you turn completely negative. Uh, this is the, the, the purple or blue area where the, the energy store in this output capacitor of the device is released inside the resonant energy and store on in the other device to uh, turn off the other device. But in between, you have resistors that will generate losses. And this is why we can say, doing source switching, we have zero losses. Yes and no, because we always have resistor losses. And this is what we will capture through the parasitics inside this simulation uh, to obtain the model. So the basic advantage of uh, this elite power simulator, uh, we can we generate a model with, uh, let's say, we have a broad range of topology for DC-DC, AC-DC, DC-AC. We bring you corner simulation, meaning we give you the two extreme value and not only the average value, we can generate custom plex model with the parasitics. We can handle a soft switching in that, par in that uh, simulator. You can get uh, the loss and thermal data out. And it's uh, very flexible um, to, uh, you will see, you can run many, you can run several simulations, compare them, and so on. And you have very fast and accurate results. 
For the topology available, you can see there's more than 30 topology. There are group inside automotive, industrial, and you have AC-DC, DC-DC, and uh, AC, uh, DC-AC topology. For all those topology, by default, you have all six MOSFET discrete available, all two, four, and six-pack uh, module. We are working to introduce more. And as six uh, products will be available, they will also be available in this model generator and in this uh, topology simulator. So to conclude, I will say that Ansemi bring a new online tool based on Plex. This is uh, not something really special, but with this unique feature, and this is uh, the great thing about that tool, is this self-service Plex model generator that uh, is based on Ansemi, accurate and um, very, very uh, unique physical and scalable spice modeling. We use this modeling with large table for better interpolation and extrapolation, as we have seen. And there's a direct connection with Plex, either Plex online or Plex standalone. What you need to use uh, this full online uh, tool is just a my own login. You don't need any license. You just need a login in my own. All SIG portfolio will be available, diode, MOSFET, and module. We have the major topology available for single or three-phase ACDC, PFC, active front-end, high-power, non-isolated, and isolated DC-DC, and single and three-phase, two or three-level DC-AC inverters. So the focus of the tool is really accuracy. And we don't want to give you up or unreachable result. We want to give you result closer to the reality. And this is why uh, you can set parasitics and you can compare uh, the result with your board. Or you don't set the parasitics and uh, you get the default value. And this is something uh, that already exists in our competitor. To generate the model, it's better to use uh, a non-linear environment or a non-ideal environment to reflect your real application. Uh, that is more real than the double pass tester that we use in Munich. And this is the environment that we use by default. And if you take the default model for the system simulation, you will have our default environment. And for me, it doesn't make sense to take the default environment. It makes sense to take your board environment, your real number of uh, decoupling capacitor, your real uh, inductor with its parasitic capacitor, and your real layout with uh, the length of the tracks and so on. For that, we have implemented more than 30 uh, parameters to reflect those effects. And uh, the tool can handle the hard and soft switching case and can generate models that are valid for the online simulator. And even spatial switching is captured by the new platform. So this is link uh, for accessing to the new tool. Uh, you have, in fact, two links, one for the self-service Plex model generator and one for the Elite Power Simulator. And for each of them, you have a, a dedicated support email. So if you have questions, uh, don't hesitate to submit those questions to uh, those emails. 
So now it's time for the live demo. I will share my screen. So now you should see my screen. So when you come, let's go to the OnSumi landing page. If you go to design, you will find the two tools here, uh, service Plex Generator and Elite Power Simulator. So let's go uh, here for the self-service plug generator first. You uh, get to this landing page where you have the user guide of this tool, the application node that explains why we have introduced all those parasitics, and a link to our product table. And uh, you have also uh, some interesting white paper, and you have always the link between the two tools. This graphic explains you, and you can switch from one tool to the other one. And you have here the dedicated dedicated email. So let's start generating a model. So I need to log in. So it's very straightforward. You select the type of device you want to use, discrete or module. You select the technology. So let's take the, the last technology, the third generation uh, MOSFET device. You select the voltage. For the moment, it's only the 1200 volt that are available. And I will use the, uh, let's say, the 22 million uh, D square pack 7 lead device. Then it's here that we bring one of our improvement is the process condition. You can use the nominal or average value or uh, the two extreme are linked. You cannot, you have the worst conduction losses, best case switching losses, or best conduction losses, worst case switching losses. Because if you increase or decrease the threshold, you uh, somehow impact the, the switching losses and the conduction losses in the opposite way. And this is what we reflect here. And this is what we see also in our statistical analysis. Let's take the nominal for the, for the example here. Here, you can see the, the, the switching tip. You can select between hard and soft switching. So uh, let's take the soft switching to see uh, the, the improvement. Then here, you have to set the, all those values. Sorry, it's a little bit long to set all those values. So uh, I will start with uh, minus 40 amps up to 40 amps with the step of, uh, I can say, 4 amps, for example, the diode uh, 0 to uh, 40 amp with step of 4 amp. The current, uh, let's say, well, I will start with minus 40, stop with 40 amps. I will Sorry, 40. I will step two amps to get a good resolution. Generally, minus 10 to plus 10 is most of the time enough. I will take one amp to have a good resolution. Here, I will probably set a smaller delay to see the partial soft switching. Keep the resonance. And here, you set the voltage. Uh, so I will. You just put a space in between, and the, the system recognizes the same with the temperature. Uh, let's say let's set some temperature, but you can set as many as you want to. So when you finish, you hit next. Uh, 
And this is where you set all the parameters, uh, like the get driver, internal resistance, the propagation delay. You have the, uh, the on, off, uh, the min and max. So let's say I will use uh, two on, off, and five on, on to reduce EMI, and I will not go in detail in the other parasitic, but you can see that uh, they are all zero, so meaning that they are not used. So this will speed up a little bit the, the simulation for the for the demo, the proposal of the demo. So then I submit the the simulation uh, request, and you get a summary here of the simulation. And uh, so the simulation is pending and running. While the simulation is running, I will do the, an example on the power simulator, the system simulation, and then uh, we'll come back to see what's going on here. So let's start. The page is really similar. You have the user guide of this tool, the application note, and the access to our product, and uh, some information here why we did that. Uh, and same, you have the graph of the tool to see to, you can move to another tool, some uh, features, and the contact email here on the bottom of the page. So let's start simulate. So here I will choose industrial topology. I will choose, uh, let's say, an active front end, the two level three phase. You see the schematic appearing here. Uh, as my model is not generated, uh, I will use the default here. So let's do VIN uh, line to line. I will use uh, the, the 400 volt AC and go to 800 volt. Uh, it's a more realistic case for a, a fast DC charger, 25 kilowatt, for example. And here I will use C discrete and I will use the default value for the uh, third generation MOSFET here. Let's say uh, then here I will use two devices in parallel for the power. I will use a turn on gate of 5 ohm, turn off gate of 2 ohm. And here the same, I can use nominal data, base case conduction losses, work case switching losses, or worst case switching uh, conduction losses, base case switching losses. Or here, back clicking here this button, I will be able to upload the, gen the model I have generated in the self-generator, the model that is running. But for the moment, we are using the default data. And here, we can see uh, we have a, a visualizer that you, you can see. We can see many. Uh, let's go to the turn-off. It's easier to see. You see the various turn-off uh, curve and the, the data density that you have. You see that uh, we model quite well the uh, the device in the range of uh, this operating range, uh, 900 volt, 800 volt, 600 volt. Here, we have a good tracking of the um, of the values, and you see the the data here in the table. Next step. So here we set the 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 grid frequency, the switching frequency. We are doing. Uh, six so let's go for uh, 75 kilohertz uh, we set the dead time in between and next here on cooling uh, you can set the thermal interface <coughs> just uh, rth or uh, and the, the heating temperature or you can customize the thermal impedance you can either work with foster or core network 
are more used. And if you change a value, as you can see here, the curves automatically update and you can add value for your coherent network. But here, for the example, we will just use fixed temperature. Uh, the advantage also of uh, this uh, tool is that it converts coherent to foster network and vice versa up to five cells. So if you need that, you can use that tool, the tool for that. So let's run at fixed temperature. Then here uh, we are on the simulation and then I can simulate. So I just hit simulation. Uh, what's uh, device parameters? I've taken what is your interface? I need to increase the, the the I need to decrease the inductor. So where is the inductor? Okay here because I'm running at high frequency, I didn't pay attention to that. Let's put that next. Next, simulate. So the simulation is going. While the simulation is going, we can go back to the uh, model generator, and uh, you see that the model is the model is done. So I can download the XML file corresponding to uh, my. Uh, my simulation and you can see the plots and here uh, in this plot here uh, you have the e off and you see that uh, when you go negative you move in soft switching and you have only the resistive losses you see the curve is uh, like a, a, a parabolic curve meaning this is the air on uh, time uh, square of the current giving losses and you see here those points in the in the on this axis capturing the partial soft switching here you have uh, here many points if we had a 3d curve you will see that those points are uh, captured like the 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 plots i have if you go on request for myself as i'm on my i see all on my request but if you go uh, you go as a as, as a user you will see only your uh, your uh, your example and if you need you can download the XML of this uh, case you can click to the case number to return back to uh, the case so if I, I hit this case this is the case I have generated I will return to uh, to that case and see the, the summary of that case or uh, if I hit recall here on the right end, I will recall that case to make a new case. And then you see that my system is already populated with the value I have used. And for example, if I want to generate one of the corner model, I just change here and go directly to the schematic and submit the request. And I will generate a new request by changing only one parameter. And that's much easier. So let's go back to the topology simulation. As you can see, we have now the value. We have all the, the waveform, the junction temperature, and so on. 
And uh, one of the features uh, that you have is to hold results here. So now if I hold results, those results are stored and you have the, this result here. And then I can get here, for example, uh, in somewhere and change some parameters. Like uh, if I run, for example, at 430, uh, or let's use a, a smaller voltage to see the impact on the, on the efficiency. And then I have to uh, reselect my device. Uh, if you read on the device name, you go to see the data sheet. I need to really click on the bottom to take the device. Next step, I will keep, uh, I will re-enter the values. So turn on 5 ohm, turn off 2 ohm. Next, uh, I will re-enter. Uh, I think I use 50 and 0 0.2 here. Uh, next. Next. And then I can re-simulate. While simulating, let's go to this. Oh, no, I cannot go to the summary page. So we'll have to wait. Sorry. That is not taking too much time. You see that as I've decreased the input voltage, I see my uh, input current increasing. So let's wait until the simulation is finished. You can see that uh, for a three-phase uh, active front-end of PFC, the, the response time is quite uh, good. Uh, in one or two minutes, we get the results. Okay, then I can also eat all the results. And you can see when I switch from one device here to uh, the other device where I have changed the input voltage, I can see which curve correspond to and which data correspond to the, the result. And uh, you can have features like uh, having a table uh, in, uh, by line or by column. You can download the, the, the value. You can uh, mask some, uh, some result. Uh, the same with the plot, you can enlarge the plot. Uh, and then you have a summary page where you can go. And here you have the two simulations that I have run with all detail that you can uh, download uh, or print as a CSV. But you can do also something like the, uh, selecting the line you want and then hide the other line. And in the report you will get, you will have only the line that you have selected. So uh, this is also a very useful feature when you don't want to have a, a lot of uh, data on your uh, final sheet and concentrate only on the, the data that you want. So this is all for today.